Welcome to the Banegas West India podcast. Our focus is one health, one planet, one future. Our aim is health for all and leaving no one behind because Swast Bharat is Sampan Bharat. We have with us Parnasha Banerjee. She is the Associate Director Urban Wash at Dasra which has been doing some credible work on menstruation, sanitation and hygiene. Thank you so much Parnasha for joining us today. Thank you Ambika it's a pleasure to be here. Parnasha with you know menstruation day around the corner and you know when we're talking about menstrual hygiene what really is the connect between menstruation and uh, sanitation? Yeah. No I mean I think thanks Ambika for bringing out a very important question right like we've been thinking about uh, sanitation and the work that we've done across the sanitation value chain and what we've realized that inclusion and inclusivity across the sanitation value chain has become an important part for all of us mm-hmm. and within which I think uh, menstrual hygiene plays a very critical role uh, one of course is in the form of you know like when we do have toilets and when we have community toilets and people women girls men of cause access public and community toilets there is a huge focus or there is a lack of actually menstrual hygiene facilities in some of these toilets right and even if they are there they are not uh, up to the standards that women and girls are able to use this sure. um there's of course a huge focus around disp- uh, disposal right like as incomes and awareness levels have increased or risen more menstruators in india have started using sanitary pads uh, mm-hmm. you know we've seen that sanitary pads have actually de- kind of reached the what we call as a first mile right and this in turn has actually led to an increase in the menstrual waste and menstrual waste again we we have you know for ages kind of understood that how do we kind of classify them are they environmental or uh, do we classify them as products as biomedical waste etc like and and that's been a debate for over the years right and and there are current practices of disposal around uh, in in community toilets in public toilets yeah. and you know often in in even in your individual household toilets right and mm-hmm. how they are basically disposed of and then there are again those desired practices of disposal um while i talk about you know uh, mhm across the sanitation value chain one important thing to understand is that our service providers right who are our sanitation oh. workers and two important things around them right one is their own the fact that they are exposed uh to men and again products right time and again and it's it, it is of course infectious it's not uh and when i say infectious it's it has risks to their health etc right that's that's one and the second thing is their own menstrual hygiene needs right like most of these uh sanitation workers uh they work in uh, they work in certain uniform right they have a certain uh, they do have to wear certain pro- personal protective equipments again um we haven't pen- penetrated fully across on how many sanitation workers do wear personal protective equipments and the proper ones but when there are women and when there are actually like them wearing personal protective equipments is mm-hmm. issue around menstrual uh, menstrual hygiene right i would only imagine what they would be how uncomfortable they would be wearing those right so i think that's 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 another thing in how how do we look at the safety of these uh sanitation workers who have access and who are actually like you know kind of also menstruating while while they're doing this while they're doing this job for us yeah in fact uh, could you tell us what are the key steps needed to improve menstrual hygiene in india yeah yeah no i mean i think a couple of things right one is the fact that there is i mean we, i would i would say that 
awareness has kind of with with bollywood coming in and with a lot yeah. of these advertisements etc media talking about it i think there's a there's, there's been an upright on in terms of the awareness and in terms of people understanding uh, about menstrual hygiene the need for sure. menstrual hygiene but i'm sh- i i don't think that we have yet uh, broken the taboo around it right i still see like chemist shops selling uh, menstrual hygiene products wrapped in newspaper and black mm. uh, polythene etc so and the taboo uh, is still and- there you know, we need to break that. There is, yeah. there is, there is social stigma and there is, to, there is taboo, right? We still feel uncomfortable talking about menstrual hygiene with, in fact, within our family as well, with men around, with like our, uh, with fathers and boyfriends and husbands, etc. right? It's still an uncomfortable uh, kind of a conversation, right? I think the second thing would be access to menstrual hygiene. Like I mentioned that there is a pen, there is a huge penetration of sanitary pads now, right? And then that also is leading to proposal, um, Issues, but however, I think there's also to kind of think about that there are affordable menstrual hygiene products that ensures women health, and they need to be also taken out right there, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, in fact, those there are cloth menstrual pads that actually work very well, and they kind of inhibit yeah. fungal and bacterial growth, thereby reducing a lot of the symptoms that women undergo. But mm-hmm. I don't think that we talk about them enough about actually the right to choices, right? Yeah, that as a woman. Yeah. yeah, that as a woman that we do have a lot of, we have choice and mm-hmm. and that choice unfortunately remains limited to the privileged part of the community or privileged part of the society and that doesn't generally penetrate in, you know, in, in someone who might actually need or who should be made aware of, you know, the kind of products or the basket of products that are available. Yeah. I think the training of stakeholders, right, the, the third being that, right, like when people, there are so many health workers that we are working with, mm-hmm. there are people who are actually working with um you know, teachers, uh, education systems and education institutions. Um, uh, and then even in fact, for that matter, government officials, right? Mm. Like when we talk about government and especially we still don't know where menstrual hygiene sits uh, in the in the larger ministry, in the larger conversation of the ministry. And, and a lot of, you know, ministries have done a fantastic job, like the Ministry of Housing and Urban Affairs um, came up with a gender guidelines for Swaj Bharat Mission Urban, right, which does talk about uh, menstrual hygiene in its in its like guidelines. But I think just understanding how that goes to the cities and the states and at a local reaches level. Last mile access, I mean, reaches yeah. each one. Yeah. And how, how are the ULBs, how are each of those ULBs and how are each of the uh, ULBs while talking to communities, communities while talking to ULBs across their needs on MHM, that training, I think, still needs to be kind of, uh, you know, take, you know, taken forward. And I think a, a large part of this is actually probably stigma, right? Like I think uh, so for most important, Pranasha, is I think we break the stigma. We talk about it, like you said, these uncomfortable absolutely. conversations, we break through that. And then once we start talking awareness, and then we reach on to the choices, and of course, trainings, and we move forward. But uh, Pranasha, just moving on a little bit, about, you know, to talk about sanitation, according to UNICEF globally, 2.3 billion people mm. lack basic sanitation services and in least developed countries only 27 percent of the population has a hand washing facility with soap and um, you know water at all times at home how does this affect a girl's life and what can India do to you know really overcome this challenge yeah yeah no I mean I think Ambika very important question creating an enabling environment in schools and in communities I think leveraging community leaders be it in urban slums be it in rural I think is the is, is the most critical step in actually ensuring that, you know, some of these uh, basic sanitation services and hygiene practices are available, even in fact, water and soap at home. In fact, in, in, many, in many states and cities and communities, if you actually 
you know leverage local leaders mm-hmm. uh sometimes even girls like you know who actually are community leaders who go and who are basically looking at you know the 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 challenges at a sanitation you know facility or at like a toilet where there are, where there is a lack of water where there is a lack of uh, hygiene practice and take some of these challenges to actually you know say community leaders or community actually uh, people who are taking decisions in the communities for them to then voice it to their local authorities right like a large part of this would be you know if you do actually increase the access in uh, in some of these very marginal marginalized communities i do think that there is a lot of development that can happen uh, in some of these um, households in some of these um, communities so i think i think one is one is just creating that enabling environment in schools right in schools and in in communities where community leaders can come forward work with local authorities to be able to address these problems right and i think the second thing and outcome of this is is that like when you do talk about and when we do have schools i think just making sure that the the facilities in schools are adequate and are safe for women to to be able to use in fact not just schools i would say any public uh, place right there are malls that we go to there are uh, uh, there are like you know villages and there are village community centers that people go to the community centers that we go to you know in fact just just making sure that toilets are usable and something that women are able to access i think that's an that's just an important step and and that actually would require a lot of awareness in these groups as to why this is important why this actually leads to a larger uh, you know hygiene and better hygiene and better sanitation for your own community wherever you could be right that's it on the banega swasth india podcast this week if you have comments queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future write to us on bsi podcast at the rate ndtv.com Remember BSI stands for Banega Swasth India. You can also connect with us on the Banega Swasth India handles on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and continue with the conversations through the week. Till next week, this is Ambika Singh Kama signing off. Stay healthy and stay safe.